Hey you, you, click the subscribe button. You know what free is, nigga? What's free? Free is when nobody else can tell us what to be. Free is when the TV ain't controlling what we see. Told my niggas I need you. Do all the fame, you know I stay true. Pray my niggas stay free. Made a few mistakes, but this ain't where I wanna be. Before I'm judged by 12, put a 12 on my feet. Told my niggas I need you. Stay up, I know these times ain't true. You're listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring UJ and QDZ. What up, what up, what up? What up, people? It's your favorite, uh, your favorite music heads, your favorite life coaches. It's your boy, Uche. I got my boy. QDZ. Fashizi. It's way too easy. Coming up soon is 2019-Z. Uh. Bars. Uh. Bars. Huh. In the words of uh, huh. Chance the Rapper. Huh. Huh. <laughs> uh... Yo, how's everybody out there doing? Like, honestly, it's been a while. You know, we've uh, we've been doing a lot of traveling. We've been doing a lot of working. We? Not, not me. Yeah, that's true. I've been sitting there. Unless you know you're talking yeah. about traveling from Fairfax <laughs> County to Falls Church County, then maybe. Nah, I guess so. That's, that's traveling, right? Yeah. No, I, so I was out in Thailand, you know, chilling, soaking up the sun. You feel me? Yeah. Getting the, getting the, the getting the sun, the gamma rays. All on my skin. Yeah. Uh, no, it was like eating some Thai food, some pad Thai. Yo, you know what's funny? So I so I went out there, man, and I had Thai food one time since I've been back. It just don't taste the same, dog. Like I I question all the Thai food that I'm about to eat from here on out in this country. That's the sad thing about it. Like I honestly do. Like it's pretty sad because Thai food has been one of my favorite cuisines. Since I can remember, it's a sad thing. I mean, so I, I fucked myself over, man. I already know. I did. I mean, it's I did like, it to myself. It's almost like Taco Bell. Like, I used to think that's what a real taco tasted like until Jeez. I ate tacos what? from other places, and I was like, "Yo, wow, this is what taco tastes like." Dude, you have been sheltered. I'm talking about when I was 13 <laughs> years old, man. 13, 12 years old. Hey, have you had a real taco since? I've had 17 million real tacos since. I've even had a taco from Mexico when I went to Mexico. Beautiful. Oh, my God. There's actually something even better than a taco. It's called a uh, turnover. Not turnover. It's called a... Uh, it's not uh, I don't know what you're trying uh, to say, but called, it damn sure ain't called no turnover. It could be called a turnover. It could what, you know what a turn, turnover? I thought turnover was like a, like a pie, like an apple turnover. You ever had one of those? Uh, maybe. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a stuffed... Stuffed... Uh, mm-hmm. Something stuffed in dough. Almost like a meat pie. It can be considered a turnover, man. What's that? Okay. Uh, wait, scroll down? No, what the fuck no, is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> no, 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 no. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I... Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, enough of this Mexican bull. Enough of the Mexican food, okay? Uh-huh. Let's, 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 let's get to why we're really here. We, we missed a lot of music. Um, you know, I know y'all been vibing out to a lot of music, rightfully so. But you know, we're here, we're here to get y'all back on track. You know, and you missed what episode is this? Oh shit, damn man, I forgot. It's rusty to do. dog, I forgot to do this man. Rusty dusty. All right, man, hold on. And musty. Uh, episode forty. 
This is episode 40. 40, 40. Episode, uh, yeah, man, who were... Oh, Sean Kemp, war number 40. Sean Kemp, war 40. Uh, Harrison Barnes. Uh, Harrison Barnes, war number 40. Mike Allstott, did he wear number 40? Uh, Either 40 or 90. No, he won number 40. Mike also won number 40. Uh, I think that's it, man. That's all I got. Didn't, uh... Oh, fuck. Hey, Google, who won number 40? Sorry, I can't help with that yet. Google can never help with hey, anything. No, I got this. I got. I know how to talk to her. You got to talk to her nice. Okay. okay? Hey, Google, who wore number 40 in professional sports? My apologies. I don't understand. Hey, you, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. Hey, Google, get out. Talk to me, Google. Get out. You're a prisky little Google, Google. Sure, I like talking to you. Well, talk to me. <laughs> Yo, she's a part of the song now. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Episode 40. Uh, what else, man? What else we got to say before we get into this, the, the shits? Uh, you, got any, you got any announcements? Uh, yeah, anything you, you know, want to unveil? Um, uh, you know, I had successful surgery on my <laughs> okay. dislocated pinky. What is wrong with you, dog? What are you talking about? I have. Is that what you think about, like when you <laughs> when you have free time? It's you impossible. think about all the successful surgeries that you could possibly hey, have. Listen, uh, dislocated pinky. That's Hey, that shit looks that's pretty some, painful. That's some war war stories. Hey, stuff. at least it ain't a fucking butt buttocks injury like Dwight like Howard. Dwight Howard. Glute, Yo, have you ever, Max you, ever had a, you ever had a dislocated buttocks? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what he has. Come on, man. That's exactly what he has. And that's your starting center. Jeez. Anyway. Yo, what the fuck is wrong with Dwight Howard, man? Dwight Howard? Oh, there's yeah. many stuff wrong with Dwight Howard. What's wrong with that guy? Honestly. I'm not even gonna. Do you have an explanation for this? Is ill-advised, wise guys, and and it can get real unadvised or ill-advised. Do your thing, man. What you got to say? What you got to say? We can have a whole episode. What you got to say, man? Give me, give me high, give me your, give me your high-level thoughts on that whole situation. The whole smiles a lot. I mean, what? So what does that mean? A nigga can't smile? Nah, not like, not that much. Oh, you saying this now? No, he's, he's no, always I've smiling. Saying that. Yeah, I've been saying he smiles too much. And that leads to several different topics. What you smiling for so much? Right, huh? Man. Why? Yo, y'all are, man. Y'all got revisionist history, man. Hey, y'all weren't keeping you know, the same I energy was, I, when I Dwight Howard was out here untouched for, for however long, I man. kept the same energy with Dwight Howard since he came out of middle school. Anyway. You ready to do this, man? Yes, I am. Let's get started. Hey, as per usual, we uh we start the podcast off with Watch the Throne. We got a lot of shit to review. And we're going to make sure we do our best to give you guys the most in-depth thoughts and, and jargon we can come up with. A lot. And malarkey. And then, from there, we might very well cover the ill and the not-so-advised. But we might not. Depends on... Uh, the amount of time allocated to us by the U.S. government. But in that segment, we talk about some of the stuff that you should keep in your library and some of the stuff that you should not keep in your library. Mm -hmm. Very important. Because right. they don't make gig like they used to. They don't hand out gig like... 
They don't it's, a, it's a gig recession. They don't they don't just be handing out gig anymore. So you gotta clean out your libraries. Actually, no more cuckoo cow. You gotta remove all your cuckoo cow songs. Yo, man, do y'all remember y'all as in the you know the listeners? Do y'all remember when uh, you know space used to be a real that issue? Was an actual real story. like that was a war, man. Like we had to really, really fight for the the space on the computer, that man. Struggle. That was a real struggle. Like we had to really figure out what to delete. Like that 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 sort of mentality doesn't exist anymore. Like yo, damn man, yeah, I got to compromise. Uh, like you you say cuckoo cow, like it can be whatever. It can be I like. Remember. Yeah, yeah. Even your favorite artist, man. It's like shit, man. I don't got enough in, space yeah. for the mixtape. You had to put them in CDs. So I want to. I want to add the album, though. Yeah. So you had to put them on CDs. I mean, that, that was a real dilemma back in for, the day. For my real dilemma. Back in the day, our house computer had one gig. I'm talking about one gig. Dude, you're not one gig left. You, you one did, gig did not have one drive, gig. I swear, <laughs> we had one gig. Yo, how do you, you try to download one, one, one gig? Gig? That was it. Oh, you had dollar. No, right? You tried to download. Well, yeah, we well, what would you have? You had download, right? Yeah, we had AOL. Um, it took like it took like two days to download the movie. Net Zero. Net Zero. <laughs> oh my god! Man. You remember Net Zero? Yeah, man, that was the shit that used to they used to mail to you. Yes, they did. In the little like uh, rectangle paper yeah. thingy, and nobody can use the house phone when you're on the internet unless you had two time. lines. Yeah. That was rich people. That was only rich people. Yo, we had two lines. We actually upgraded. We had one line, then we upgraded to two lines. Rich ass people. Yo, we were ball. How was how was having two phone lines balling? That's crazy to me. That was back in the good old days. Jeez, I don't know about good, but back in the days when there was no such thing as a little yachty. (laughs) Or a a six nine. Or a a six nine. Skinny from the nine. Yo, that's your favorite guy. You keep mentioning that guy. Skinny. Are you promoting from, him? Did he did he pay nine. you? Did, did he pay you? Skinny from the nine. You accepting payola? Is I, that I, what's I, going I, on? No. Skinny from the nine. Listen, everybody should know that uh, ratings game music can be bought. <laughs> <laughs> there is a there is a paycheck In, out there we don't need, that ratings game will we'll accept. We'll take it for not a lot of money either. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it for her. A uh, nice dinner. <laughs> oh, you want to be wine and dine? A nice dinner at Foco de Chao. Hey, you a sucker. We'll get you. Wait, a nice uh, dinner at 80, Foco de Chao? Uh, eight, it, it will get you an 80% stock in the <laughs> company. <laughs> Yo, hey, listen, I don't know about you. I'd rather go to Chima. Chima. Uh, thank you there very we much. Go. Rich uh, people. Listen, they're all the same price, but whatever, man. Rich hey, after the. Uh, Illinois not, not so advised. We may or may not get to that segment. Uh, we're gonna talk about the ill-advised thoughts, man, as usual. Ill-advised thoughts. You know, that's of course where we give our our unfiltered spill on some some shit that we think y'all be thinking about. Very true. Um, or not think about. It depends on how you look at it. Not. Anyhow, shall we? Yes, we shall. Watch the Throne. So, with the Watch the Throne segment, we got Meek Millie, Dream Chasers. Meek Millie, he dropped an album called Championships. First album since he's been back. Actually, it might, might be first project. No. Well, what did he drop? He oh, that EP. he's dropped a couple EPs. I don't really consider that because it's like two songs, two, three songs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, but, but this is like his first like real full-length project since he's been... Excuse me, out of out of jail. More recently, uh, 
Shall I shall I uh, shall I start this off? You should start off. Sure, let me do it. So, you know, championships is you know I feel like the the title alone is 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 a very is a very important title for Meek Mill's career. Honestly, you know, regardless of how the music sounds, which we're about to get into, mm-hmm. you know, just the title alone is very synonymous to 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 how triumphant this man has been since he's gotten out of jail. You know, whether it's you know the 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 affiliations he's been able to to acquire since he's been back, whether it's the billionaires he always talks about in his music mm-hmm. or on social media that he's befriended. I think he's like a really good friends with the 76ers uh, owner who's a billionaire. Jay Z, of course, damn near a billionaire, might as well be a billionaire. Robert Crabb, a lot of these people who stood by him as he got out of jail, he's been able to position himself next to yep. and been able to stand strong. So I feel like that is the direction the championships name is kind of going in, which is like I'm I'm winning now. Like you can't stop me type type of a type of a mentality. So anyway. You know, how does that kind of how does that kind of transition into the music? Well, I feel like you know, the album is a it, it I'll say the good things and I'll say the bad things. The album has a very good blend of of real talk. You know, he's trying to put a lot of people on game. Whoever it is that he's talking to on his album, he's talking directly to them. It's more so like the young street kids um People who are, who I guess, have, who have been locked up at some point, or who will eventually be locked up, depending on the type of lifestyle they're living. He's talking directly to y'all, and I fuck with that. Honestly, I don't live none of the shit that he's ever lived, but the way in which he's giving these dudes game, I I really really like. Now musically, he used a lot of sampling on this project. Especially for the songs that were the best, or I would say the ones that he was really pushing, um, the riveting ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he used a lot of samples, and I really felt like the sampling was very lazy. Like he used way too many. Like for example, the intro had like the Phil Collins, you know, I can feel it calling in the end. Like come on, dog. Like you know how many times people have fucking used that sample. Like, there was nothing special about that sample. Although, I do fuck with, you know, how he was rapping on the intro. And his intros are usually fucking lit. But but just, that's an example of just the laziness of sampling on this project. I really feel like it was lazy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not taking that back either. But he has some really good songs too on here, right? Um, the song with Jay-Z, Rick Ross, they're really getting in. Uh, really getting at it. What's free? Again, it's a lot of it's a lot of game, you know, that he's trying to of course he's still living that rapper life, you know, smashing these girls, spending money, uh buying cars, mm-hmm. trying to provide the motivation which he claims is needed out here for these young dudes on social media. So of course he's still going to give you that no matter what. That's Meek Mill. That's what we know him for. But I do like the element as far as the 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 grown and the the more enlightened side of Meek Mill. I fuck with that a lot. Mm-hmm. Overall, do I think this project is good? Yeah, I think it's I think it's really good actually. Um, I think he could have did a, he could have done a better job at sequence sequencing the actual album. I I don't I feel like it was out of order. Like there was just way too many songs sprinkled here and there that just didn't fit where they were. 
But, you know, that's me nitpicking. Overall, I thought it was a good project. So it was good. I'm not going to give it any more than good. I'm not going to so say it's amazing. Like a, I'm not going to say it's great. Which is that, like a B, C plus? Oh, man. B it, minus? It, at its height, I would give it a, at, like, and I have to maybe sit with it a little longer, but at its height, I'll give it a B. Right now, uh-huh. C plus. C plus. It's not amazing, man. It's, it's it, not amazing. You know, that's how I feel. Well, that's the funny thing about Meek Mill's albums is that on first listen, you are like, wow, this is amazing. And you play it through and you're like, man, this dude's rapping hard. You know, uh, he's explosive, a lot of energy on first listen. But after you realize, oh, man, yeah, this is that same energy he was carrying back in the day. Mm -hmm. And you start to actually look at the songs at face value. It's okay, you know. Like you said, it's it's okay. Um, there's a couple big takeaways that I have from this album. Number one, the way Meek Mill can shift gears is better than any rapper in the game right now. And I say by shift gears, I mean in songs like uh, the intro and songs like Triumph or is it Trauma? trauma. Rather, rather Trauma and. Uh, the one with Jay-Z and Rick Ross. Yeah. Dude spitting hard. Going 100. And the next thing you know it, he might just give you a little laid back, you know, rapping on a, a songs like the, uh, Uptown Vibes or songs like the one with Kodak Black. And then absolutely nothing on the um, the one with Cardi B. I thought that was just kind of like just a mailed-in performance by him. But, 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 you know, that was mailed-in? It's like Meek tried to accommodate every type of rap fan yeah. on this album. And in my personal opinion, I don't really care for Meek accommodating. I want him to spit hard majority of the time. Um, but it's interesting because I feel like this album had, it was broken down by lyrical gems. Uh, Club bangers and in love records, broken down in those three categories, and depending on when you played it, it depends on which songs you would like. So you know if you're if you're just sitting around chilling, want to hear some lyrical stuff, then you know you want to play a good chunk of the album or a couple of the songs on the album. If you're trying to hear some club banging stuff, you you know you're gonna play a couple. So. What happens is the flow of the album messes up when you are being that versatile, which is actually kind of crazy, right? You want your artist to be versatile, but when it's for him, I don't think he's... It sucks because I don't think he's that good enough of an artist to be a versatile artist, if that makes sense. He's a good-ass rapper, but he should stop, in my humbling opinion, he should stop trying to pursue... The idea of being a versatile rapper. Only a few dudes, in my opinion, can be versatile rappers. We're talking Drake's, obviously. Um, we're talking guys like maybe Young Thug, maybe. You consider him a versatile rapper, maybe. Um, surprisingly, Jaden Smith, so I believe. The, so when you say versatile, are you saying like playing with melodies and shit? Playing with you melodies... Mean? Different styles of music, different Because the types. three dudes you just named is melodic as fuck. 
But they also rap. No, 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 I know. You know but, what I mean? But, but I'm saying, like, that's the element that Meek Mill has not... Mastered. Mastered, right? Not so that's what I'm saying. Are you talking about the yeah. melody aspect? Well, no, I mean, just, just everything that goes into making a hip-hop album, a versatile hip-hop album. Yeah. I don't think he's that versatile. I mean, because if you were asking Jay-Z to do what Meek Mill did on that album, I don't even think Jay-Z would be successful. Jay Z stayed. Yo, Jay Z had a Jay Z had a great he had a great verse, a but great verse. Jay-Z so did so did Rick Ross actually. Rick Ross had a great verse too. Great but verse. you see, the thing about it is, those two guys when they make albums, they stay in their lane. They don't try to be too versatile. Like Rick Ross's album sounds consistent. He's always sounding like a rapper, a mafioso rapper, at all times. In my opinion, that's because he don't got no other. He doesn't no have other, no, no other lane, and, and that's fine. You could still make a great album without being trying to be so versatile. I think, I think Meek Mill. I think a, that's this problem. I think problem Meek Mill's a little bit more versatile than a Rick Ross and Jay Z. Like I, I'm not saying he's he great is. at it. I'm he, not saying he's but, great at it. But, but I think he's good enough I, to pull it off. And that's why I'm not saying that. You he's, know what I'm saying? I'm definitely not saying that he's not more versatile than those two. I think he is too. Uh-huh. But he's not versatile enough to be able to pursue making a versatile sounding album. No, I mean, that's, that's, you know, it takes. I, I feel you. I, I get. I get what because you're for him, I get what you're you're for him, the think about it. Meek Mill, he ain't making albums called, you know, uh, what's Amine? Amine called his album, uh, uh, whatever, like ten thirteen or something. I don't know what the hell he called his album, but it's something like that's whatever. It doesn't matter. Meek Mill's calling his albums championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other one? Um, the one, the last one. Yeah, the one that was Dreams called "Dreams Worth More Than Money." Dreams Worth More Than Money. No, no, the one before there was one lose. DC Four. Something had lose or something. Something lose. Oh, wins and losses. Wins and losses. Yeah. These are like epic titles. I'm expecting epic albums. Championships had an epic feel from time to time, but there was way too many times where Misses. he was trying to he was he was trying to be a little too versatile. He was trying to accommodate, and I'm like, dude, my brother. You're a very good rapper. Stick to that rap lane. Don't worry about doing that versatile stuff. You know, you know the problem with Meek Mill is, and I don't know if it's a problem because I think people like when, I think what you're complaining about what he does, I think people like that actually. I think people like like the song with Cardi B on me. I think people like when he actually does stuff. They like, like that. it. They you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I say, they maybe like not the, it. Maybe not, maybe not the hip, listen. Maybe not the hip hop purists, mm-hmm. the ones who solely want to hear raps. I'm talking about like the general public. I feel like they like when Meek Mill goes in his melodic and just like nonchalant bag. Because that's they, really what he's doing. They, like he's very nonchalant they like on like it, half of this project. They like it temporarily, but his best songs are the ones where he was opening up being yeah. that that I think that's rapper. where he, I think that's his lane. That's as what well. I'm saying. Like I'm it, with you. I would have preferred this be a concept album before it was a versatile album. He don't man, he don't know how to do that. I mean what happened? He's to, never done what that. What happened to Tony? I mean Yo, he's never yo, me I know I said I prefer. I I know me, I don't expect No, you you know what, man? And this is a bigger combo cuz honestly, if these rappers were to hone in on the shit that they do the best, Man, yo, a lot of these dudes would be better off, man. And we'll get into J.I.D. because we're going to talk about him soon. But I think he does that. Mm-hmm. He stays in his lane. Yeah. And, we'll, and we'll talk about it soon. But yeah, Meek Mill, I feel like, you know, you're right. You're right. If he were to, if, if he were to actually 
make a concept album, I think people would really fuck it would with be, that. Cause, it would cause be people, amazing. Because people love when he does that shit. Exactly. Like on Oodles and Noodles. Yeah, and on, exactly. Uh, and, uh, and on What's Free. And on... Um, trauma. And on Respect the Game. Yeah. And on uh, Trauma. And all yeah. these joints. Yeah. The Soulful, where he's just like telling you about his life. Yeah. I can't get enough of that shit. Listen, I mean, I've been hearing the same story from Meek Mill on every one of his projects. And I still can't get enough of that and, shit. And, and I, I Every time he talks about and, his struggles growing up, the grind, how he he you know he was playing Sega, and his mom was a fucking drug deal, drug fiend, and he picked up a gun after. I can't get enough of that story. It's great. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. I get you. We'll see what he does. I, I doubt he's gonna change because I feel like he needs to he needs to satisfy a whole bunch of demographics, man. And I'm not mad at him. It's a business. It's a business thing. I agree. Man. I get. I get it. I get it. But let's move on, man. Uh, Lil Baby dropped a project called Street Gossip. What you think about this, man? So, um, you know, I'm actually a really, really big Lil Baby fan. I think uh, Lil Baby, like I was telling you earlier today, I think he's actually a really good rapper. Like, he knows how to flow. He knows how to ride a beat. Uh, And then his lyrical content is real. Um, But the one big takeaway from me about Lil Baby as an artist is that his music to me it it should be felt more than heard. Like he makes you feel his every word with his subject matters like revolving around, you know, just making it out, being an ordinary dude that, you know, now has money and he's trying to figure out how to move with it. Like those are some deep ass topics. Um then like I said, you know, he knows how to rap. But then also when he sings, when he, you know, gives us a nice melody, there's some soul into it. Mm-hmm. And I I think for me, his, I don't know if this was calculated on how he got to the point that he is now, but it was perfect. Like kind of just grind your way, kind of being that unassuming guy that starts to get, you know, all the money, all the fame. And it becomes a go-to artist. It's almost like an underdog story. And it just helps his character. It helps his music. And so that was my biggest takeaway with Street Gossip. Nothing really... I mean, there was a couple songs that you know were cool to listen to. Nothing yeah. really stood out in terms of, oh, shoot, I can't wait to play this one back necessarily. But just hearing his album just kind of felt like a... Just like a, a connection with... It's almost like listening to a movie, like a life story of somebody, even though content wasn't even that deep. Yeah. You know, I mean, or, or it wasn't that intricate. It was just really him saying the same things. Mm-hmm. But it felt deep. You know, I felt it. No, more I got than, you. More than I heard it. No, I think I understand what you're saying. I kind of agree, which is like, you know, Lil Baby. Yeah, you're right. He's a, he's a really, he's actually a better rapper than people give him credit for, number yes. one. And then number two, yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, like when he raps, man, I, I, I feel him. And like not from a, 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 not from a sympathetic standpoint, but from an empathetic standpoint. Meaning, I don't, I, I don't live the life that he lived. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not in the trap. Like I'm not toting guns. But when he talks about it. He gives me an insider's perspective where I'm like, damn, dog. That's how it is? Like, you was really doing that? Damn, bro. Like, I feel you. Like, I feel you. Not as in I feel you as in 
I've done that before, but like like I said, empathetic versus sympathetic. So uh, ultimately, man, little baby has a story, man. He got a story. Oh, That's sure. the difference between a lot of these rappers, right? For example, you know, Meek Mill is pushing a story. He's pushing a an actual message, right? Same thing with Lil Baby. I mean, I'm not I'm not comparing them and saying one is better than the other, but what I'm saying is these guys are rappers. They came from a certain environment and they have a certain story to tell. Same thing with Lil Baby. Lil Baby has this, like you said, you talked about it. Like he came from he came from the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's he's getting it out the mug, quote unquote. Yeah. Like you know, like listen, this is the this is probably one of the it's, it's, one of the one of the most Greatest American stories in rap I've ever seen before is Lil Baby. Yeah. Like I, I've never seen this type of shit before. And, and, and this is, random dude comes into the game, has one hit. That's my dog. No one ever thought that he was going to be here till this day, and he's still here. It's only been like a year, but anyway. And there's not much. I mean, there's really the the, the thing about it is there's not much to talk about. I, mean, I can't. It's really, really straightforward. Yeah, like his music yeah, is his music is is very digestible. It's, it's very not too complicated. It's simple. It's 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 just a passionate trap dude that yeah. you know for sure does pretty much everything well. Absolutely, not much to talk about. I think y'all should check it out, man. You know, he got snubbed on the... Um, I thought he got snubbed on the freshman list. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, of course. If he remember, was on freshman remember list. like, that whole... Yeah. When that whole thing was going on, everyone... You know, a lot of people were saying, yo, where's Lil Baby at? I thought that Lil Baby at that time should have been on the list. But, you know, whatever. So, it's just a list that people made up. Anyway, you guys make up your own list, but let's move on, man. Go check that album. I thought it was dope. Very good album. 6ix9ine. Takashi 6ix9ine dropped the album called Dummy Boy... Boy, is he dumb. And given the situation he's in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I thought I think this is a That's fit, several opinions. This is a fitting way. title. Uh That's very true. This is a very fitting title. I don't know I don't know how you feel, but um I don't know how y'all feel listening, but man, overall though, I thought this album was full of hits. Yes. Just point blank. Yes. I mean I'm gonna just call it I'm gonna just be go straight to the point. Like six nine makes hits. Mm-hmm. I don't care who I don't care what you think about him. I don't care what you think about his antics. I don't care about none of that. When you're talking about the music, not no complicated subject matter, straight to the straight to the point. Club, strip club, whatever club you're in, you can play his music and it's going to go cuz he makes he makes good sounding music for that for that environment. Um he had a lot of features on there, man. I thought way too many. Now, I feel that way, but then again, I also feel like he it probably should have a lot of features because do I really want to hear a 6 9 song by himself? Not really. Yeah. Like, I really don't. I, he doesn't have... Like, he 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 doesn't intrigue me enough for an entire song. Like, I would never... My greatest fear in life is hearing two verses from 6 9 on one song. I mean, you had Gummo. But that song was so... That song was so good... The beat was so good, and he wasn't he wasn't as reckless, and and I felt like that song was just was just a very very good song. You know, I don't, I don't care how you slice it, that was a, just a good song. You were not necessarily right about that. I think I'm I think I'm one hundred percent. He can point. definitely make a song by himself. There's a good chunk of songs. You didn't hear what I said. That's not what I said. Okay. I said I don't want to hear two verses from him him on one song. 
All them songs that he's made by himself. So, Tati. It's one long ass verse and two hooks. The song is like two minutes long. Okay. He don't got two verses on. My point is, I'm just simply saying, like, I don't want to hear a break in his voice. Hear another artist and then go back to six nine. I, I don't want to do that. Like, it, that's the, that it, I just don't want to do it. Craziest thing I've ever. I'm heard. telling you, man. That actually makes. Go back and listen. That makes zero sense. It makes a lot <laughs> it makes, of sense. It makes no the reason sense. The, it does. The reason why a lot of this, the shit that he does is digestible and we can like tolerate it mm-hmm. is because he gives it to us in doses. Like yeah. he's not overloading us with shit. Even on even on one song, he's not overloading us with himself. All I'm saying is, I thought the features are the reason why we like this shit a lot. Because if you don't include these features, you either have a short-ass fucking song, or you have a song with multiple verses on the shit, which I don't want. So the features are great for him, is what I'm saying. Hey, overall, this is, I, thought this a, I thought this was a surprisingly enjoyable project. Surprisingly it enjoyable. It was a good... I thought album. it was good. Like, it was a good album. I, I would call it Jordan good. I didn't say enjoy. It was a good. It was enjoy. It was it was enjoyable. It was definitely enjoyable. But I mean, I I, I, I don't know if I want to call it good. Though, step, it was good. Lot. It was a good album. Eh. I mean, it. The thing is, eh. you know, I, I. The funny thing is, I kind of expected it to be like this. I kind of expected it to be good. Um, but you know, with the features thing that you mentioned, I think what it is is you don't want to hear six nine on BB by himself. Or Fifi by himself. Because there is no way possible that he can make BB by himself a hit record. There is no way possible he can make Fifi by himself a hit record. You needed Nicki Minaj and Annual AA to make those hit records. You needed them to solidify the respective genres Mm -hmm. that those songs were representing. Annual AA was an authentic reggaeton dude that needed to be on that song for it to be a uh, 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 solid, authentic, rap-sounding record. Okay. If it was just him, it wouldn't work. Fifi is a authentic, pop-sounding rap record that Nicki Minaj is the queen of pop-sounding rap records. Pop? That was hip-hop. That, that, I, I, I consider that pop. Fifi? Yes. You tripping, really dog. You had an 808 to that I said pop-sounding rap record. You didn't say rap. You just said pop. You, you just added say, rap just I, now. I said pop sounding rap record. I said nah, it, you said it's a pop sounding rewind. record. I said pop sounding. You said rap. pop sounding record. Rewind Wait, rewind listen, I, rewind what I, I said. I said the, pop. I hear the record. override. But anyway, go ahead. So he needs those people. For me, my biggest takeaway about this album was that you know six nine. It's funny. It's almost like everything six nine does. I kind of see it as trolling, and even as an artist, I think he kind of trolls a little bit. Kind of. Um, <laughs> it's like on songs like BB, uh-huh. he shouldn't be on those songs. <laughs> like Fifi and BB, he shouldn't be on them. He's not qualified to be on those songs, <laughs> but he does just enough. What, what what carries him through on those songs is his charm. This is charm. Let's be real. His charm also. Oh, like oh man, that's pretty cool that he was able to like hold his own on a song like. That with Nicki Minaj or on a song like Reggaeton, it's his charm. That's kind of what XX Tentacion a lot of times on his album, he got away with his charm, you know. Um, on the hardcore rap records, the one like Dummy Boy, not Dummy Boy, sorry, um, Stupid, Stupid, and uh, Tati, 
those are like brain dead lyrics, in my opinion. I think he he rhymes some of the craziest stuff together, like punk nitta. He rhymes that with punk nitta, but um, uh, hey, but, hey, technically that rhymes. But yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> come on, but technically punk nigga rhymes with punk but, nigga. I mean, I'm just saying. On. But what he gets through is <laughs> what, what 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 works for him on those songs are his energy. Energy carries him through those songs. So it's like he almost does the bare minimum to get by. Like he you so, he could so, easily I know for a fact he could easily sit down and actually write something that's actually pretty good. Cause I think contrary to what a lot of people think, he's actually an intelligent dude. Like he knows what he's doing. Like you cannot be trolling the way he does and not know what you're doing. He's I, an intelligent dude. I think he knows what he's doing marketing wise. He knows what he's doing marketing wise. I don't know if he knows so, what he's doing in any other respect. No, I mean, because there's there's some times where I've heard him rap where I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty decent. Then there's some songs I've heard him rap and I'm like, this is bad. Like, get the strap. His his verse on that is one of the worst I heard this year. <laughs> listen, but but you, it's like you, look, he's not that bad. Listen, let's cut to the shits. All right, you. I mean, you you seem to have a problem with what I said, which is. Uh, you know, I don't want to hear him have multiple verses on his own song. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. You just uh, kind of agree with me where you said he gives us himself in doses, right? I said he gives the bare minimum. Oh, that's what you said. The yes. bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'm getting at, which is the bare minimum in a lot of cases, especially with these features, is he gives us one verse and a, and a hook. That's all we want from you. We don't want... We don't want more than that, bro. Like, because if saying, you give us more than that, he, you're you're now fucking up the song. The, you're now you're now forcing us as the consumer into a point where we're now being overwhelmed by the nonsense we're already hearing. Even though we think the song is cool, there's a such thing as fucking up a song that you originally thought was cool. Like a song can start, but then the artist can fuck the shit up while it's going on. Like that that's a thing. So I feel like he's he he does that he he balances his own artistry well with the features. It makes for hits, I think. I don't know. I I I really feel like he he knows exactly what he's doing as far as giving giving us himself in doses on his own music. Like he he knows exactly what he's doing. Hey man, the man's in jail now. So uh, <laughs> does any of this matter? <laughs> Will we ever get another fucking uh, six nine so. album? I doubt it. It'll, it'll, it'll have to be one of those that they strung together. They took verses, in jail. From, his, <laughs> verses from his old album and then put them in new beats like they did Biggie. Nah, hey, listen, man. People are recording. People are recording albums from jail now. No, right? Who am I tripping? They, you're tripping. <laughs> they're, they're recording them, 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 them verse. They're recording voice verses where they on the phone. Yo, you know how many like you, shine. You know how many mixtapes Max B came up with since he's been in jail? Yeah, that's that's not Max B. That's somebody. That's a doppelganger. Whatever, man. All right, you you ready to move on? Yes. All right, JID aka Jid dropped a project called DiCaprio. Wait, his name is Jid or JID? Both. He goes by Jid. Uh, I've heard both. Honestly, I don't know which. I don't know what he goes by, mm-hmm. but I've heard fifty percent of people refer to him as both. So I don't really know what the hell. Okay. He go. I don't know what he goes by at all. Um, he dropped a project called DiCaprio Two. What do you think of this, man? So JID, I've been following JID for let's say 
realistically the last year. Um, I think he's a phenomenal rapper. Uh, I thought he was one of those guys that, you know, he raps so hard that he could never come down to like song level and understand the that it takes a little more to do a complete song. Like you got to take a step back. And DiCaprio too proved me wrong. He made song. He made a song that that uh, or sorry, he made an album that was, in my opinion, complete sounding records. Mm-hmm. And uh, he showed an ability to kind of just play orchestrator to a a, a to, to, to 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 beats that needed its time to shine, in a sense. Needed needed an ability to you know to 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 to, to galvanize listeners because in my opinion his rapping is excellent, but his beats were just as excellent on this album. His beats were just as excellent, and the way he was able to just kind of like take a step back because we all know how good of a rapper he is, but there was a couple times he took a step back for to make the song feel better, more complete. That's what impressed me with this album. I mean, there's a lot more to be impressed. He, he rapped hard on a lot of songs too, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't even know where to begin on this guy, man, because he might be like the, 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 the most valuable rookie of the fucking year. I don't even know. Listen, just combine rookie of the year with MVP. Like, that's him. Mm-hmm. Like, he... He is slowly becoming the the anointed one. Like I can just see it already, man. Like people are really gravitating towards him, mm-hmm. uh, his story, uh, his music. You know, well, I, mean, I feel like they're being lazy with it. No, I mean, no, don't be lazy. No. Don't be lazy just because the dude knows how to rap. No, I feel like, like don't be lazy. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, but I I'm feel talking like, about these people that are just getting on to him right uh-huh. now. Don't be lazy. Like actually. Like hold him accountable. Hey, let's you know talk. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about That's it. That's what I'm saying. Let's talk about it. And 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 with that, I. You're. I I don't know where you're going with that, but I know what I mean. What I'm interpreting with that, which mm-hmm. is like, for example, he sounds a lot like Kendrick Lamar, right? Yeah. Um, and that's a fucking accomplishment, nigga. If you can pull off Kendrick Lamar and do it in a very tasteful. And uh, respectful manner, yo, you are. Listen, people, people are already calling Kendrick Lamar. He's only dropped three albums, I believe. People calling Kendrick Lamar one of the greats. So I feel like if you're if you're even re- remotely in his realm and doing it respectful, that says a lot about you. So JID has the cosigns. I feel like he has the affiliations. He has. The, the the musicality to be able to exist, I feel like, for a long time, is he's very creative. It's it's clear. He's like, very I don't know if you heard his first project, The Never Story. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. He, he had a song good. called Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Like, I mean, he's a, like, the man is good. Like, it's, there's no there's no question and about a, any of that. He has this pride to him that is impeccable. Like, he's hungry. The man, you yo, can tell he I'm takes t- it personal because he's from Atlanta. You can tell he takes it personal. Dog, that, 
you know, we don't regard people from Atlanta as lyrical people. Dog, you, I'm telling you, man, like person. the combination of that and just, you know, everything I'm talking about now, man, like this guy's a force. He's, he's coming, dog. Like he is, he is on the way. But like I said, hold him accountable because almost like I hold, I hold Meek accountable where I say, hey, Meek, like, I understand that, you know, you're a little more versatile than some artists, but you're not the most versatile person. If you are able to stay in your lane, you'll be great. Hey, for JID, I feel you. I get it. You are a great rapper, but I actually think, you know, him trying to make a complete record is what I was looking for. So and he did, and I, 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 he did right. Let him keep doing that. Yeah, you know, let's not praise him because we heard one verse from him. No, nah, I don't praise even. Him I don't even because of his his everything. I think people. Does. I think people's. I think people's like mentality is in the right place when they with the praise when it comes to this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I just have a problem with when people outwardly, you know, jock people's style. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel, here we go. I really feel like it's a problem. Like, I mean, I, I get influence. In- influence is like inevitable. You can't stop that. Everybody's influenced. Like, you know how I many people are influenced by Biggie, Jay Z, and it's like not even a question who they got their style from. Like, so I, I, I get it. So. Because Jid and J or JID, however you want to pronounce this guy's name, because he's so new, I'm I'm not I'm gonna give him a pass now. But I'm waiting to see where he branches out, you know, like where is it is it the next project? Is it the next single? Like what is, where is it that he kinda like yeah. creates a lane for himself? Because right now, as as of today, the man sounds way too similar to Kendrick Lamar, and it's like, yeah. bro, like, do well, you have your own style? Well, the interesting thing is... Like, I mean, like, do you? I'm just the, wondering. I'm curious. Let the album soak in, and we'll decide where he goes. I mean, there's a lot of artists that we decided which lane they, they took. So true, true. I think that's what's going to happen for him. Hey, let's see, man. Hey, I'm excited, because, uh, hey, they, uh, they postponed the uh, Dreamville Fest. Yeah. A concert that was supposed to happen last year, September, mm-hmm. for April next year. This guy's blowing up. Ari Lennox is blowing That's true. up. That's true. Ba- Boss is blowing up. Like he's bigger. Young Thug was already going to be on the fucking uh, well, the job. bill. I, I hope he's not. Anyway, man, I'm excited to see where this guy has. You know where he's going to go, man. But uh, we'll see. Y'all check it out. Let us know what you think. Next album. The Diplomats. Jeez, we still got, what, 15 more albums? Dude, let's speed it up. The Diplomats dropped an album <laughs> called Diplomatic Ties. Yo, for real, it's crazy, right? Um, I'll, I'll go. I'll make this quick. Yes. So, man, I was happy as hell to hear the, this this project. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was coming out. I didn't know. I knew they I knew they had, like, banded back together. I knew they had, you know, been communicating. They, You know, they've been having their issues over the years. Man, I was happy to hear this project because I thought the production on this project was great. I thought the Jim Jones was the MVP. Jim Jones, rapping wise, he got better. Rapping wise, right now, he's better than all these niggas in in Dipset. (laughs) It's not even close. I don't know about that. That's a fact. I don't know if he's better than Joel's, right? You know why he's better than everybody else? Mm -hmm. First off, Cameron don't even sound like him. Cameron wasn't trying on that album. No, he was. Cameron was not trying. (laughs) Cameron didn't sound. Cameron didn't sound like himself. Cameron. Cameron sounded. Cameron sounded like 
the fat version of himself. Yes. I mean, like I haven't seen him, but he, I'm, I'm I'm almost certain that he's fat. Now, <laughs> I'm almost certain because it's like, yo, why you sound so different? Like he, you know, it's kind of like Beanie Siegel. Remember when Beanie Siegel? Uh, no, I know. He got, you know, he got shot, so and he had like the lung issue. He sounded about. different when he was rapping. It's the same thing with with Cam. He don't sound the same. No, I get you. Rapping wise, the metaphor, all that, the, the wittiness, it was all there. The delivery was not the same. Uh, same thing. It's kind of the same thing with, with Jewels. Terrible. Kind of same thing with Jewels, but Jewels kind of stood out though. I'm not gonna get on Jewels him. Was okay. I'm not gonna get on him too much. But overall, I thought the project was cool. I it was short. I actually thought the project was bad. You thought it was bad? I didn't think it was. Oh, good. tell me why. I thought, Tell number me one, I mean, did you see, okay, let me go down the list. Uh, Arm God with Belly was terrible, in my opinion. No. That was a bad song. What are you talking about? Wait, whatever. Uh, first off, they were using recycled flows from 2015. Do you agree with that? <laughs> Belly, on the hook, did nothing. And Belly didn't even have a verse on there. And the, that's that's just one. And? The, the, the joint with Tory Lanez. Does he need a verse? Tory Lanez. Yeah. Belly? Belly's Belly. better than all of them Belly right didn't now. have a verse on the Nipsey Hussle's Double Up song. He don't need a verse. Yeah, but, but Nipsey Hussle's better than Belly. But in this case, well, actually, Belly's better than Nipsey Hussle. See? But it's, it's oh, closer. Oh, but he didn't have a verse, it's though. It's closer. So, so does he need, closer does he need than, a verse or not? It's closer. Come on. Anyway. I'm just asking, dog. Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez, that song with Tory Lanez on there was Lazy. That actually, Tory Lanez recycled that melody. Tory Lanez didn't um, even sound like himself. Didn't sound. But then I again, the, but then the, again, the this was the really the. I, I feel like this was really Tory voice. Lanez because he didn't even have auto tune with him. He did have nothing. I mean, it was it was it was a bad it was a bad feature. Um, as as a whole, they didn't have chemistry on there. The chemistry was awful on that album. Um, what else? Uh, their sound. It sounds outdated. I mean, there was plenty of problems I had with this album. I, yeah, I'm not I mean, mad. I would say if I were to grade it, C, D plus. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. The highest I, I would give it, it honestly, highest I would give it C plus. I, I don't want to hear it again. It wasn't great, <laughs> but it wasn't bad either. It it, it was. Listen, it's Dipset. It was good I, because of you thought it's because it's Dipset. No, do I expect Dipset? To, was do I expect Dipset to be making fucking amazing music in 2018? Hell no. So the okay, fact so that are you curving? You didn't say no. one negative thing in your little soliloquy about the, the album. That's not true. You, I, you say, "Oh, Dick Doge is great," or you said Cameron's fat. But no, the same witty blah blah blah. Yo, no, be straight. I up. did say a couple negative things. I I just I lamented the rapping. I I said Cam don't sound the same. Okay, that's a knock. And, Jim Jones. and I said Jewels Jim doesn't. Jones. I said Jewels doesn't Jim sound Jones that is good. A top five rapper of all time now. That's, oh, that's, of, oh, that's what I said. Off of, oh, based oh. off of this stupid EP. That oh, you that's what I said. Okay. You said, you said, Yo, go rewind. Go rewind. Jones is man. amazing. I was like, what are you talking that's about? It's not what I said, hmm. but that's cool. Next go ahead, lie to the people. But it's cool. <laughs> Listen, you act like people don't have the rewind button, but uh, anyway, uh, Jaden Smith dropped a project called The Sunset Story. I will start the cool tapes, man. What you think, man? You know, Jaden Smith. I, like I, I always say all the time, Jaden Smith is going to take over the rap game in a couple years. That is facts. He is a very talented kid, and on this album, he gave you a lot of talented records. However, you know, uh, it, it's almost like I was saying with Meek. You know how I say I want Meek to rap more. Kind of how I felt about Jaden Smith on this album. 
felt like I wanted him to rap more. You know, he relied on mumbling a lot. He relied on singing. It almost came across like the album was a sampler. And I say that all the time where it's like, I can, let me show off the skills that I have and the things that I can do as a rapper. As opposed to him just kind of like, you know, let me drop an album that's reaching the same amount of, uh, or that has the same amount of timelessness to it as my previous one. So, personally, I mean, there's a couple of good songs, but it's it's not as good as the stuff that I've heard from him before it. He could do better than Sunset Story, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. I mean, I didn't think it was amazing. Um, I did like the vibe of it, though. Um, same thing, man. Like, you know what? I feel like... Let me ask you a question. Should I, should I ease up off of these young dudes for copying swags and copying... You just gotta get used to it. Because when I hear Jaden Smith rap, he sounds too much like Drake. Every fucking... I'm not talking about the mumbling, the mumbling Jaden Smith. You'll hear you hear the song called Ten Ten. It's straight mumbling. I don't even know what the man is saying. I swear. I've listened to that song about ten times, listening very closely. I don't know what the hell he's saying. Uh-huh. Uh And I think that's intentional. They they're trying to not allow us to know what the fuck they're saying. But when James Smith is rapping, just regularly, his his normal style of rap, Drake rap. sounds too much like Drake to me. Really? He does, man. Okay. I ain't talking about the Drake now. I'm talking about the Drake of like like four or five years ago. When Drake was out here like actually rapping still. Not yeah. giving us like the swag shit. You know what I'm saying? With a pep. With a pep to his step. Yeah, so um Yeah, man, that's all I got to say about it. It's a cool, cool sound. I like the vibe, but um Hey, he can do better, man. He can do better. That's the blessing. Yeah. Next project. Creed 2 soundtrack by Mike Will made it. I will start us off. I thought that this project was surprisingly not bad because I'm not going to lie. I went into it not expecting a whole lot. It was good. I, I actually went into it expecting it to be bad. I don't know why I did. I just did not expect it to be good. So when I listened to it, I thought, you know, given like, because I haven't seen the movie yet. So I don't really know how they placed the, the, the music into the, the movie. Um, but man, with this year, soundtracks have been at an all-time... I don't want to say all-time, because I don't really know what the fuck has been going on in the 80s. But in my lifetime, this has been the, the, the most important soundtracks have ever been to me. I don't give a fuck what no one said. Hip-hop-wise, you know, with hip-hop being like, the, you know, at, at, as important as it is in general... Soundtracks are popping now, man. Like, they're popping not like it's ever been as far as our lifetime. So, anyway, I thought this album had some pretty good songs on it. You know, it started out with Lil Wayne. I thought the intro was cool. You know, they had the Crime Mob. Uh, that like, was dope. The Crime Mob sound, song. That was cool how they brought that shit back. Um, they had the song with Sway. Sway Lee was on a couple of these songs. He, man, yo, Sway Lee is improving so much as an artist. He had a song with um with Young Thug called Fate. I thought that song was great. Um, 
And then there was this random ass dude who after who I believe Mike Will is trying to push called Ears. Ears. Yeah, he, he that was a dope ass song. Yo, he got a couple yeah. like there's a song called Success. What is it? Yeah, called? the one with two chains, two chains and schoolboy. Ears and schoolboy. Yeah. That was dope. That That's was a good song. One of the better performances on the album. For sure. The soundtrack. For sure. So so I mean overall this this soundtrack was good. I thought it was good. What'd it you was think? good. I think it was it was a good soundtrack. I mean the, the good thing about it was Mike Will made it produced majority, if not all of it. Mm-hmm. And so he kept the consistent sound, you know, kind of like what I would assume Creed 2 was about. Like kind of this hungry slash emotional slash boxing type, you know, like intense sound. Uh, bringing out versions of all types of versions of our favorite artists. So, But he brought out virgins? Versions. <laughs> Of our favorite artists, so. Alright. Definitely good soundtrack. I mean, quality. High quality music. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be bad. I don't know if you think it would be bad. I just didn't expect a whole lot. I mean, I just was like, whatever. But, um, anyway. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, Anderson Pot dropped the, dropped the album called Oxnard, man. What'd you think, man? I thought Oxnard was good, man. I thought, I mean, here's the thing. It's, it's almost like I said about with Meek, where Meek Mill first listened you're like, oh my God, this is the best album I heard since, you know, Thriller. But then after you listen to it the second time, you're like, uh, you know, as I think about it, it's okay. That's kind of how I feel about Oxnard. First listen, I was like, oh my God, Anderson Pop can do everything. Anderson Pop can rap. He can sing. He can knit. He can do everything. But then on the second listen, you're like, oh, there was a couple things I thought he could have did better. Um... But as a whole, I mean, I think Oxnard is very good, man. I, I think it's it's an appropriate first album of somebody that you see being in the game for a long time. I'll say it like that. It's appropriate first album. It's almost like Wale. When Wale's first album came out, mm-hmm. I thought that was an appropriate first album for Wale because he was showing off all the different types of music he can make. Mm-hmm. Oxnard, Anderson Pot showed off all the different types of music he can make. Yeah. Now for that second album, I want him to be a little more um, focused on one area. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Hey, I don't have too much more to say about that. I thought the album was, was cool. Yeah. I like the I like the vibe, man. He Anderson Pot, man. He's just he's just a he just sets the mood, man. When you when you really want to lay back, because he makes real chill music, just in general. Mm-hmm. Very very good blend of R&B, soul, neo-soul, hip-hop. Like, he probably does that the best. Mm-hmm. I don't know who does it better than him. I mean, can you name somebody who does what he does better than him? Mm-hmm. Like, honestly. I mean, like, sit down. Like, really sit and think about that. It's like, I'm talking, about the, I'm talking about the blend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the type of music about, he makes. I don't, I don't think anybody about, is really, there's not really fucking with him, man. There's, there's, not, there's not, not really. Yeah, there's nobody. But, you know, overall, though, I thought the project was good. Um, I don't really have too much to say, man. Like, you already, you already said that. But he can, once again, almost like Jaden Smith, I think he can do better than that project. I think he can. Yeah. There's some things I heard that he can fine-tune. But. Yeah. I think I think his... Because, you know, he does rap. Um, and obviously, you know, has a soul side of it. I think he does the, the R&B soul better than he does the rapping. I agree with that. And I, and I feel like he needs to focus more on that. Similar yes. to the Meek Mill thing, right? Where you were saying, mm-hmm. yo, you do, you specialize in one thing. Yo, yeah. stop wasting your time with the other thing. Yeah. I don't think he's a bad rapper. I think he's good. 
But I think if he spent more time on but he's special when he's he's doing exactly. I think soul. if he spent more time on that man, like his projects would be even better. To me. I agree with that. Let's move on. Moneybag Yo dropped a project called Reset. I will. I'll start this off here. So, yo, pun intended. Moneybag <laughs> Yo's project was fire. Lo- I fire. I loved it. Fire, I loved dude. It. I loved it. Like, I was surprised. I mean, I've heard the man rap before. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I've heard him rap. I, ne- I don't think I've heard a project of his. I've heard him rap on songs, features here and there. I've always thought he could rap. Matter of fact, he was on my... That's my dog with Lil Baby, right? Yes, he was. That's one... That, you put that's, the girl in the headlock. That's my favorite verse on that whole song is the Money Bad Yo part. That's just me, right? So I've always fucked with him. Now, when it came to this project, man, has he elevated rapping-wise. He's elevated. He's, he's actually crossed over from just a southern rapper. Like, like, for example, we don't consider Young Dolph a fucking lyricist, right? We think Young Dolph is cool. We, we, we feel like, and when I say we, I'm talking about like, this is the collective view, right? Mainstream-wise on, on Young Dolph. We, I mean, Young Dolph is cool. You know, he makes hard songs, right? You get, you get, you give him a feature or two, it, most likely it'll be a really good song, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like Money Bad Yo on this project elevated from what I just described Young Dolph as, which is that, you know, hey, throw a feature on his song to a, yo, like he can be a feature on his own song. Like he has the presence mm-hmm. to, to really carry his own music. And I thought the song he had with uh, with J Cole was was a prime example of that, you know. Like he had he he had the hook, um, he had a verse on there. He also had songs on the project with, you know, like uh, like Kevin Gates and, and Jeremiah. Honestly, I just thought like overall he has a really good sound. He can rap. He has a really good sound. He he's matured as a rapper, as a person clearly. Because for somebody to be rapping about the type of, you know, stuff he raps about, man, he has to, have, you know, it's, it's, it's some real shit. So. I liked it, man. I liked it a lot. What'd you think? Um, yeah, man. I loved it. I loved it. I thought that was one of the better rap albums I heard this year. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of a 2018 version of Young Jeezy's Thug Motivation 101. Where, if you remember that album, Jeezy, number one, surprised people. And then number two, just had a whole bunch of different types of trap rap music. Like... Jeezy in one moment was the gutter trap. Then Jeezy had some love song trap. And then Jeezy had some, you know, commercial trap, some hood trap. He had all types of trap music. That's what you get from Money Back Yo and Reset. A bunch of different types of trap music. And it's a consistent sound. What I really, really liked about Money Back Yo on this album was he was very animated and very introspective, man. Like he was opening up about his love life, his like being in the hood, he was giving advice, he was he was doing everything. It almost felt like he was talking directly to up and coming trappers about what my life is and how my life became, you know, money bag yo, the big money yo, bag yo, making. Yo, guy. not the not to cut you I'm tell yo, I'm telling you, man, like this is kind of what I was saying about Meek Mill to start this whole shit off. Like 
you can kind of like when you hear these people rap and when you hear our, if you're paying attention I'll, I'll lead all by saying it if you're paying attention to the lyrics you can hear the the tone you can hear the 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 past tense you can hear the or I should say the tense you can hear the the perspective that these the, like just by the words they use just by the, like the way they say the things over the beat like Meek Mill is really speaking to a certain type of person, right? Mm-hmm. So you go money back, yo. Like he's he's talking to a certain group of people. But you see, here's he's the, talking. I'm not saying they're talking to the no, same group of people. I get what you're saying, but I'm saying there's like, a difference between you can tell because a common person would say, listen to what we're saying and say, oh yeah, but you 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 complain about me, but you're not complaining about money back, yo. The difference is this, Meek Mill, you know. He was making hood records where he's directly, I'm in there with the trenches. But then there was records that he made that he was stepping all the way outside of the trenches. And it's like, all right, waving, almost waving to the, to, to, to the hood. Like, hey, I'm going to be over here yeah. tomorrow. Right. So I'll, t- I'll be back in the hood, you know. And then, you know, on the next record, he goes back to the hood. Then he comes out. He was taking himself in and out of the hood throughout right, the right, album. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And that's why I said it kind of messed up the flow of the album. Moneybag Yo never takes himself all the way outside of the hood. Because he's not out. He may have he one Because he ain't out. Because he ain't that's out. What, exactly. That's what, that's what <laughs> I liked about the album. Yeah, he yeah. always had one foot in into the trap. Yeah. And if that meant I'm going to make a commercial record, one foot in with the trap, one foot in with the commercial side. So and that's what I think. Okay, that's nah, why I think I, I the think, album flowed better. Well, nah, Meek I, needs to. I think, in my opinion, Meek needs to learn to be like, I got one foot in on the hood or the tr- or or Philly, and I got my other foot in in the commercial. So so I I do I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but I feel like the re- the reason first of all the reason I disagree on the flow is because I think it I think the flow of Money Bag Yo's was better. Because musically, it flowed better. Just music. He was just as versatile in terms of he was making R and B records on. Yeah, there. but it was, was more. Making, but it was more authentic. Like I said, that's it was more I said. authentic. That's what I said because he had his foot still well, in the trap. Like, it, well, but what R and B record would, did, did Meek make? Made Other than the one with he made Dangerous. He went to twenty four seven. Maybe the one with LMA. LMA. Yeah, but that's it. He was all the way. That's he, really it. It didn't feel like a. Hood R&B. It felt like yo. Okay, now it's time to make R&B record. Now it's time to have that one uh, stereotypical hey, R&B man. record that every rapper has. But when when Moneybag Yo did it, yeah. it felt like yo. I'm I'm gonna make an R&B record, but this is gonna be one that the hood can relate to, yeah. the trap can relate to. Well, listen. And, and, and well, here's the thing. So, hey, that to me that's that's the one does, thing Meek needs to learn. I don't think he's that type of artist though. He's not. And, and, and this is the problem I've had with Meek Mill from day one, which is I never thought he was a good artist. I've always said this. Like, from day one, even before he dropped his initial project, Dreams and Nightmares, I always said, I don't know if Meek Mill, I've been saying this for years, I don't know if Meek Mill can make a good album because I just don't think he's versatile enough to give us more than just fucking bars. Yes. I've always said this. Now, Moneybag Yo on this project, he, he's proven that, like, he he understands music. Because for him to float that like he did on a lot of these songs, mm-hmm. uh, the song with Kevin Gates, I think it's called "Falls Down." Yeah, the song with uh, uh, with Jeremiah. I mean, he did it so effortlessly that I I, ha- I have no choice but to 
He knows say to myself, yo, this guy understands he's, what's going on here. He knows how to play orchestrator. Yeah, so, I don't know, man. We'll let y'all decide, but let's move on, man. Vince Staples dropped a project called FM Exclamation. Yo, We're this, talking about this? Does this stand for something? FM Radio. The, the whole um, EP is about... Yeah, the radio, you know, like radio. the big boy, the big boy yeah. uh, in yeah. L.A. But Why are we talking about this? Wait, hold on. But what does that stand for? FM, radio. That's it? Yeah. There's, I mean, the whole album's, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's me something else, but the whole album's <laughs> about being on the radio. Yo, I thought this project was good. It's a good project, but it ain't nothing of work to talk about. You know, you know, I, I, will, sure rant, I will rant about this. I think Please, Vince Staples, in my opinion, I love Vince Staples. I think he's cool, but I think we put him on a pedestal. He's not a top tier artist. He's not Who even said he was? top one, Who two. Who the fuck three. said he was? So then why are we talking about him right now? Is Moneybag Yo? <laughs> Moneybag Yo put up a very damn good album. A full Yo, length really? album. That's, is if that what we're going Vince for now? Staples did not put up He's a, not a full top-tier artist. length album. He did last time around, didn't he? Yeah, and then we'll talk about him last time. No, but what this I'm saying five is... Five songs. Wait, no, but what I'm saying is he did last time, right? Yes. He, he did good. He, 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 did, he, he put a good album out, right? Yeah, but... And no not, one said he was a top tier artist yeah, then, but he was respectable. He was he's very res- I didn't say he's not respectable, he's so, not a top artist. He's not he's not a guy. You try to make it seem like because the man had a fucking FM radio album. He's not a top artist to be talking about an EP. You know how many albums we skipped? A lot. <laughs> no way. Man, so, I, mean, I like Vince Staples. So, so I, thought, I like Vince Staples, so, but we put him in a pedestal that I don't think he's earned listen. the the top. Yo, listen, artist. I'm, not, I love I'm not putting him on a pedestal at all. I, th- I, I think I think I'm giving him the shine that he deserves. Like, I, don't, I don't have a. I, don't, I personally I don't, don't, I don't put have, him on any pedestal. I, I don't think he's a top rapper. I personally don't have a Vince Staples song that I listen to. I don't have, and I listen to everybody. Oh, I got, I got. I, I don't. I, I got. Don't have I got like I, at least I didn't say five to seven. I don't have one. That I got in my life. I, I got the one. Do, 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 I got the do, shit. The tie dollar sign. Do, 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 that's it. I, I mean, got, I got but that song. still, I don't, I don't, I don't have a Vince Staples song that is a go-to for me. I'm really, uh, listen, listen. Hey, I'm not mad at that. And that's sad because I have, I have songs by all types of people. I'm not mad at that, dude. I got a song. I have Trinidad James songs. I got the song called Seven. I got a song called Seven Forty Five. You ever heard that song? Seven Forty Five. I'm in my Seven Forty Five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that song. Yeah. Yo, he got, he had some joints on the last project, but anyway. Yeah, but you're forcing yourself to listen to it. Let's be real. No, I'm not. I'm that's the thing. You think. Just because you disagree don't mean this nigga's forcing anything. You're forcing yourself, man. <laughs> I can already Yo, tell. I love, I love people like I you. Tell. I, love I, people, tell. I love people like you who think that I you represent tell. the body I of tell. the world. <laughs> nigga, you don't... I can listen to what the fuck I, I want and think it's fucking fire. Hey, listen, it's enough Vince Staples, man. Come on now. What's <laughs> yeah. next? What's Yo, <laughs> you don't know music. I don't even understand I, I just you gave got, you Vince Staples. I don't even understand I know Vince Staples have, just as much as you know I don't Vince understand Staples. how you even have ratings game music. You just, what the I fuck is Vince going Staples on I know Vince Staples just as much as you know Vince Staples. For you to... But my thing is... And I'm not caping for this project saying it's amazing, right? That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is for you to act like he is not worthy to be talked about is blasphemous to me. With a five Especially when EP. we talk about Money Bag Yo, when we talk about. I repeat, with a five track EP. First off, it was nine to ten songs. Yeah, but four of them were interludes. One of them was Tyga. So what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. He, Tyga oh, 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 shit. But I don't know what I'm talking about. I know the whole album. I didn't say you don't know what. I didn't say you don't know what's going on. You I don't know. know. I know listen, I know listen. Everything. Just because you know what's but going on doesn't that song, mean you know what you're talking that about. That song with Kamani is really good. That song with Kamani. I mean, no. Those are two different combos. Okay, Vince, listen. 
Okay. I, I can go further. I'm just not going to. Because listen, you fight. Listen, you fighting this too much, dog. Just talk about the fucking album. I just told you it's a good album. By you, listen, by you trying to rebel against Vince Staples, you're making it harder than it is. I like Vince Staples, but I'm just like, dude, like we put him in a pedestal. Who's we? What are you talking about? Who's putting him on any pedestal? Why are you saying that? Why are we talking about him? That's a pedestal. I I would not. How is in my thing? How is that a pedestal when we talk? You know how many niggas we talk about? What are you talking about? Talking about him is not a pedestal. But whatever. I said man. talking about him with a five-track EP. It's not a five-track EP? Or whatever. It's nine. Where Tiger's on one song. Okay. Uh, who else? <laughs> the Radio Man's on one, another song. Yeah. Uh, Big Boy? K- 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 Kamani or whatever her name is. She's on another song. K- you just said her name right two minutes ago. K- no, not Kalani. I'm talking about the other Oh, Kamaya? Kamaya. Kamaya. Yeah. It was on another song. He's he's over here doing All right, man. video game contest All right. All right. on it. I'm done what? Talk, I'm done talking about this shit. I thought it was cool, but whatever. Let's move on. Uh, Swiss Beats. Let's see what you gotta say about this. Poison. Swiss Beats. You know Swiss Beats hasn't dropped an album in like twenty years. Yeah, good. Fifteen years. Good. One man bandstand. Remember that album? One man band man. <laughs> <laughs> One man, man bandstand. <laughs> 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 One man. Anyway, bad man. I thought Poison was Poison is going to probably be my slept on album in 2018. That was a damn good album. You know why Swiss Beats stepped to the side? He said, "Yo, all the featured guests, y'all are gonna be the stars of this show. I'm just gonna hype you up, gas you up to be the best version that you can be." Yeah. Uh. So, I, I I just thought it was a really good album. Yo, man, while you were talking, I just saw a fucking alert that epic. said, "Huh?" No, I was just saying it was epic. Yeah, I just saw an alert saying that the Chiefs released Kareem Hunt. I showed you that an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like I didn't believe it. <laughs> I didn't oh, fucking so it believe has to it. Come from Android. I didn't believe it, dog. I was just like, yo, yeah. that's there's no way that's real. I don't believe it. I just showed you that. Yeah, but like I was starting to read the shit. And it started to sink in. Like I was like, "Whoa!" But anyway, yeah, whatever. These ten, that's fucking wild. And they whatever. signed Vince Staples. Vince Staples will be starting. Now running back. they're gonna win a championship. All right. Uh, yeah. You know what? Hey, this Swiss Beach project was good. Really, really good. It was better than Metro Boomin's. Ooh, let's talk about. it. Yes, it was better than Metro Boomin's. That's, that's, that's what we talk about next. Better but than Metro Boomin's. So, uh, yeah. Let me. What can I say, man? Hey, nothing. The production on this on this joint was fire. And it wasn't him only. Uh, Swiss Beats actually was not annoying on this. Usually, when I when I hear a project from him, he 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 annoys me. Yeah. Like I don't want to hear him rap. I don't want to hear him talk. And he knows it. That's why he didn't. Listen, he didn't know it on the last shit because he was doing way too much fucking rapping and talking. Um, yeah. Anyway, he it was a good blend, man. Uh, good features. The locks on it was cool. I don't know. I don't have too much to say about this shit, man. Let's move on. It's a really good, and, and, and by the way... And that's J- not a bad thing. I J. don't Cole, have much to say about this. J. Cole executive produced it. Really? He wasn't even on it. I didn't know that. Yeah, he wasn't even on it. Well, at least you didn't hear him. That's interesting. I didn't Maybe know Maybe J. Cole was the one that was making that breathing noise in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. You know, Swiss Beats is a one-man band, man. He probably wanted to do everything. He probably was the janitor for the studio session as well. I wouldn't... That I man wouldn't. literally wants to take everyone's job. Like, I I don't believe... I wouldn't put it past. He allowed the janitor to clean the bathroom. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> real talk, dog. 
Hey, Bruh. this is one of the hardest working men in, in music. Bruh, this list is still going? That's right. Jeez Louise. Listen, I'm exhausted, but we going through this shit. Stupid trip to Thailand. Hey, man, don't blame me. Blame the fucking Thai people, all right? No, blame your birthday, stupid. Hey, don't blame that either. All right, Metro Boomin dropped a project called Not All Heroes Wear Capes. Metro Boomin wants some more. I thought this project was was uh, I thought it was like a I thought it was like a it was a it was a vibe overrated. It was a vibe. I'm not gonna, it wasn't amazing. It had some really good songs on there though. Had some really good beats. Well, he always does. But I thought I thought it had really good, like for example the song uh, Twenty One Savage and uh, um and Kodak called No Joke. What is it called? I don't even know what the fuck it's called, man. But anyway. I know what you're talking about. Tony Savage, you know, Kodak no, no. Black, and um, Gucci Mane. No, it, Gucci Mane wasn't on this song. It was just it was just those two guys. But it was but, not. Yeah, it was Travis it was, Scott. It was, was towards the end. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? Do you remember? It was called something sad. I like uh, that song too. Actually. Was it? Anyway, actually, I like just like that song too. It's called No More. That's what it's called. No More. Uh, also the song called, you know, Kill. Uh, not Kill. <laughs> Borrow Love. The one with Sway Lee. And WizKid, I thought that was a, a fire-ass song. Cool. I thought that song was cool. Honestly, this this album lacked, you know, it lacked hits. I mean, like, for, for Metro Boomin and Travis Scott to come together... I didn't on, like Travis on, Scott on, on a pro, He was all over that shit. Yeah, I didn't like him on For these two guys to, to, to come together for, for a joint, you know, production like this, you know, I really expected it to be more than it, did, more than it was, and, it, and I didn't get that, so... Well, to be for honest that, with for you, that, I'm gonna call this shit average. Although it did have some songs that I really liked. To be honest with you, I, it was nothing more than okay. To be honest with you, I thought they tried too hard. I thought they tried too hard to be unique. Um, I thought it was trying too hard to make something epic sounding, and it was just kind of like blah. I mean, I don't care enough about hip hop artists to where. We should want their characters to drag you to the finish line, if that makes sense. And I know that makes no sense. So, I felt like all throughout this album, Metro Boomin was trying to put people on songs based off their character. Does that make sense? So, that's why you got so you much 21 Savage. He was like, okay, we need a villain. So, Metro Boomin, who clearly makes beats that are like cinematic inspired... Was like, we need a villain for this album. So he put 21 Savage on it. Oh, you know, we need like a hopeless heartbreak person. So he put Sway Lee on there a lot of times. Oh, and then we also need, you know, some gutter on there. So they put uh, uh, Gunna and Gucci Mane. It was like, I can tell he was putting people in places based off of the characters that they are. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, F all that. I want the best fits. And that's why the songs with the best fits were the best sounding ones. Like, I mean, you're talking about No, Compl- no Complaints was great. Offset and Drake. It fit! I loved that song before this album that came out. That song came out like a year ago. I know. Um, the one with WizKid, Offset, that Only You, that was that was a great fit. But then I Wait, just felt WizKid, like, Offset? You mean, yeah. and also... Um, the actually, sorry. Guy? Yeah, and J Balvin. I didn't like that song at all. And I like actually both WizKid stuff because it, it fit. But Offset had a horrible. Offset was terrible. Um, I don't know what but the then he was on songs like "Overdue" with Travis Scott, I'm like, I ain't trying to hear that. 
I'm not trying to hear whatever character you want Travis Scott to play on the song. I, I'm just not. I'm not yeah, it just wasn't. It wasn't. So, it wasn't that I just, good. I, I just personally, I didn't like it. I, I and people are gonna put it on a pedestal, and that's the thing about albums like that that frustrates me. People put these things on pedestals. It's not. It's it's okay. And I would have preferred this as just instrumentals. Yo, and, come on. That would have been. A, it would have been. It would have had to belong in a the movie then, at that point. No. Shit. Play it. Like, you, you hear the beats on this shit. Play the Target or something. All right. Uh, you gonna dim the lights in Target too? You gonna dim the lights? Look, you while you over here looking for the lights, need to be very dim. Look, think about as it. As you bumping into people, think about with it. Your cart in Target. If you listen, if you you looking for mops and you hear, you gonna think you're being filmed. <laughs> you, hey, you'll find the best damn mop you ever found in your mm-hmm. life. All right, man. Uh, on that note, let's move the hell on. I'm still talking. Yo, hey, just talk. Trippy Red, Trippy Red's the next. You know, let me play Ooch for a second. To the next person, Trippy Red, love letter to you three, aka L L T Y three, um, T Y Hilton. Um, what did you think about this album, young man? Young man, I'm older than you. You wish. Uh, <laughs> oh man, what the fuck, yo. Do you ever remember how this album sounds yeah, like? Thailand, boy? Um, yo, why are you hating, dog? Why are you hating? Why are you a hater? I saw, I Dude, saw you're some, a perennial hater. I saw some amazing photography. You have been hating your whole life, yo. Just get over what yourself. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stop hating, bro. Damn. I like J.I.D. Anyway, man. Yo, uh, yo, when I heard, I heard this thing twice, actually. And I didn't think it was cool. I mean, I, I, it, it kind of just like went and, go, went and, you know, I heard it and it just went in one ear and out the other. Like, I wasn't really feeling the majority of this project. He's I, not- I have nothing more. Like, the, 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 the sad part is that the last album that he came out with, which was, I forget the name right now. Uh, it was a couple months ago. It was really short. What's the name of that shit, man? You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. It had, had Let It Bang on there. Uh, had, it, had a, it had a couple a couple songs, but um, anyway. Dun, uh, drunk drunk Dunmo or whatever. It had, yeah, Life's yeah, yeah. a Trip. Life's a Trip, right? So I felt like that was the mainstream introduction of Trippy Red to the world. This project, Love Letter to You, was merely a... a it almost felt like a mixtape. Like it was, it was more of a continuation as it far as... It was a mixtape. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't give a fuck what they consider this shit. <laughs> Listen, this shit is you all... Said, you said it, it almost it felt, felt like a, a mixtape. It, it was a mixtape. I don't give a fuck what they consider it. I said it felt like it. it and it so was. Talking about musically. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, man. Like, it just... You could tell, man. Like, you could tell. It, it just it just felt like Trippy Red before he got popular. Like, whatever whatever it is... I don't know if, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Trippy Red's sound... You know, the the grunge, punk, hip-hop, rock, all of the emo shit that he was doing before he, you know, really acquired all of this, you know, pop success with, like, Topanga, which I believe is actually going to make him a, a really big star, that song, or just songs like that. Um, yeah, man, I wasn't feeling it, man. Like, it, it didn't stick at all. It didn't stick. I... What'd you think? I, I, I think I agree with that, uh, surprisingly. Um... You know, um, 
Yeah, you know, Trippy Red is. In the end of the day, he's not as unique as he once was. So, you know, anything that he did on his prior album, he would have to top that. And I just felt like everything on Love Letter to You was just kind of less than what he did in the past. And us as listeners, we don't like regression. And I, I think sometimes we don't like regression more than, you know, somebody that was bad made little improvements. I mean, Trippy Red, the fact of the matter is Love Letter to You 3 is better than a lot of albums I've heard it did this year. But it will be considered an L for him because he regressed. And I just think that when it's all said and done, he regressed. It's not much to say. He regressed on this album, but it's okay. A mixtape. It's okay, though. It's okay. Just next time, just start going to the drawing board and get some, getting something more dynamic. And I don't even know how you can get more dynamic. How can you scream louder than he already screams right now? No, the man is, the man is a machine... You know, for screaming. Listen, I don't know if he can get any more alternative than this. Uh, but I, but I do feel like people fuck with this side of him. So listen, this is not for me. This project was not for me. I heard it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna hear it again. I refuse. There was not. It was probably two or three songs that I really liked, and that's about it. I mean, out of twenty, nah. That's a very, miss. Very fair. That's a miss, man. Very but fair. let's move on, man. Very fair assessment. Last but not least, the third member of the Migos, or first or second member, however the hell you want to classify this shit, take off, took off with his project called The Last Rocket. I want to hear what you have to say about Which this, Which I sir. loved his uh, album artwork. Pretty tight. Yeah, I thought it was So, cool. I've been a takeoff unapologeticness what do they call those things unapologetic I've been a okay. Ingo, did you go to school I no I did so <laughs> takeoff is okay I've been a takeoff critic how about that a takeoff naysayer skeptic a skeptic where I was like you know takeoff is good you know he's solid basically what I don't think he can hold his own basically what you're saying about Gunner right now no, no, I mean, Gunna's different. The same type of shit. Gunna, I'm just, I'm just wondering why you guys like Gunna so much. That's <laughs> the like, same reason. Take off. Same thing you were saying about take off. I just think take off is take off. Same is, exact verbatim you were saying about take off. I think take off is good, but I think people are trying to convince themselves that take off is. You've good. been saying the same. That, that's about not what I said about Gunna. I said why is. Okay, Gunna's a different story. Gunna's on Mariah Carey's album. Yo, yo, yo. Why is Gunna on Mariah Carey's That's album? I, That's what I'm saying. That's not what I say. I'm saying what you have been I saying about it. both of these guys. No, but Gunna, very I'm saying I like Gunna, and Gunna is good. But why is he on a Mariah Carey album and an Usher album? He was on Usher and Mariah Carey's album. Do you understand that? Wale can't even make anybody's album. What's your point? Wale, Wale is begging people to be on... Can I be on your album? Wale's not hot. <laughs> Wale, when Wale was considered hot, he was begging people, can I be on your album, please? That's not true. Was, <laughs> Wale was begging him own self, his own self. Can I be on his own album? All right, man. So, Gunna, listen, Gunna is on Mariah Carey. What do you have to say about The Last Rocket? Gunna hasn't even dropped an album yet. What do you have to say about Takeoff, The Last Rocket? Gunna has it? not even dropped an album yet. He's on Mariah Carey and Usher's album. What's the album. problem? But anyway, sorry. 
I regressed. I, I digress. He's the hardest working man in hip hop right now. He is. I, I agree with that. Why are you hating on the man? He hasn't dropped an album yet. You know, Mariah Carey. Do you know how many people are trying to be on Mariah Carey's album? There's a waiting list. Like, Wale can't even. They won't even let him in the room to sign why the paper. Why do you keep talking about Wale? The waiting list. Why are you keep bending? Why is Wale in your mouth right Wale now? Wale is the most right your mouth. What Wale. is wrong? What is, <laughs> yo, what is wrong with you? Wale. Who, I never even mentioned Wale. You brought him up just randomly. Yeah, because Wale is the most ditched artist. Like, oh my God. When I think about how many people Wale says he tried to reach out to to work with, he's always he always talking about his raps. He always talking about yo, hey, I reached out to Kanye. Kanye didn't hit me back up. Blah blah blah. Okay, but I, uh, like I said, I digress. I don't understand. But go ahead. The takeoff, in my opinion, takeoff is a good rapper. Uh-huh. But I thought you guys were trying to convince yourselves that he was amazing because people were saying he was the best rapper of Migos. I said no, I don't think so. I still don't think so. I still think Offset's the best rapper in the crew. But with the last rocket, I thought he really put together a very very good album. I, I actually think oh. this is their second. Out of the crew, mm-hmm. all the albums that we heard from them, this is the second best album out of everything we've heard from the Migos. Second best this year. Number no, in general, second best. Number one is Culture. Then number two is this, The Last Rocket. I'll go on mm. and let me say that. Okay, I think The Last Rocket is that good. And wow. ironically, okay. for somebody that I said gets, ironically, for somebody that I said, you know, we overrate. Uh huh. We did not rate this album enough. We we underrated this album. I don't think we were talking about it. Nobody talked about it. It's actually Nobody a really fucking talked about good album. Nobody talked he, about it. No one cared. I mean, it's crazy. Ironically, also, he wasn't too lyrical. I thought he was he was the m- most lyrical rapper on Migos. He wasn't that lyrical on this album. He he actually focused on making complete records and dropping great melodies and really like just playing orchestrator to most of the beats he was given. So, but. As a whole, I think the last rocket was really good. Yeah, really good. I um, enjoyed. It. So, as a takeoff enthusiast, uh, I'm prepared to combat your position because, yeah, I went into it thinking that that's because you thought takeoff was the second coming of Prince. Yeah, that's not true. But uh, you know, hey, he probably thinks that in his own mind. But anyway, they already said they're better than Beatles. They're trolling. Don't believe these motherfuckers. But whatever. I went into this project thinking that Takeoff was going to provide uh, a lot of what I thought he was deserving, which is that spotlight. Like I, I really felt like Takeoff had been like I mean this whole fucking idea that he was left off bad and bougie, and that he's been. He's been silenced, and he's this stepchild that's just in the corner in the basement. You know, like Offset and, and Quavo out here shining, take off just in, out here in the cut. I wanted this man to get his his proper recognition. Even after dropping this project, I still don't feel like he got it. Yes. Um. But I'm convinced. I understand why, and here's 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 the reason. I think I figured out. I feel like I've cracked the code. On why Takeoff is not a bigger star in the Migos and just in general in rap. Here's why. You listening? Let's hear your poor. You listening? I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. He has zero charisma. 
zero. That mo- have you seen this motherfucker perform? Like he's literally just standing there, not moving. Like he's a z- so he has zero charisma. I can see. That. I saw this. I saw this motherfucker perform on Jimmy Fallon. Zero charisma. Every time we see this motherfucker in in SNL or not SNL, but what's the other fat white man that does the late night shit? Remember they were in the car? Did you see that shit? Oh yeah. Um, what's his name? The, the the English guy? I know. Yeah, I know you talking. They about. were in the car. No charisma. He don't speak. Like, he has no charisma. And, you know, a lot of times... He's a shy dude. Leave him alone. No, listen, hey, I'm not I'm not saying Wait, that he's a bad person. You make fun of the shy people in the world now? Yo, yo relax. Jeez. Relax. I'm not saying he's a Come bad person. Yo, chill out. I'm not saying he's a bad person. What I'm saying is, I feel like <laughs> he is not... As big enough as where he needs to be as an artist is because of, you know, his... his his lack of charisma. I really feel that way. If you look at Quavo, they're not shy. They're in the fucking public eye, in the camera, in your face, offset, in your face, rapping here, there. Yeah, maybe maybe this man being shy or just, I think it's just lacking charisma, is the reason why he is not bigger than he really is. Because well, I feel like if he had the charisma... Bryson Tiller lacks charisma. Absolutely. But Bryson Tiller is huge. Yes, you just got to know how to move. With you got to know how to market them, right? Have yeah, and that's why I feel like that's why I feel like if you if you looked at the way they were marketing this project, the Last Rocket with the videos, you know the whole Last Rocket concept with t- I'm taking off, the take off, take off. I thought it was dope. I think they need to put more money into the marketing behind this guy. I think it's gonna take more money to pop this guy off, take off, than it is to take Offset and and Quavo to the next level, but. Yeah, this is more of a marketing conversation than anything. It has what did you music. think about the album? The project was dope. Okay. Very, very good. Okay. Very good. good. We agree on that. I don't know about, I don't know about the second best Migos project. It was. Nah. It's better. Oh, you like Culture 2, don't you? I thought Culture 2 was good. I don't even... I, I don't think it's better than... Um, uh, it's definitely better than Quavo's. Yeah, it's like even, man. With Quavo's? It's, it's even. I thought you said you didn't like Quavo's. You know what? Quavo's on on second and third listen. It's actually not that bad. Quavo's is bad. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not a bad project. Whatever, man. I ain't trying. To, I'm not trying to argue Migos right now. I'm 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 out of breath. Let's get the fuck out of here. On to the next segment. The ill and the not so advice. What were they thinking? Ah, ill advice thoughts. So. For my ill-advised thoughts, thoughts, I can't even say it right anymore. Thoughty! Um, I want to talk about just the albums and the artists that we're overlooking. I think in this day and age of rap and hip-hop, there are way too many guys that are getting overlooked. What sparked this ill-advised thoughts for me was today I heard a Saba song called Excited. Easily one of the best songs I heard in 2018. He's rapping tough, singing. Um, melody is great. Subject matter is meaningful, etc., etc. I guarantee you, most people are not going to hear that song. But what we will hear is... Songs by 
lesser artist, Skinny from Nine, maybe. You know, um, Lil Yachty before Saba. And the, the, the sad thing about it, in my opinion, is that a lot of these artists that are really good artists are young. Saba's maybe 22, 23 years old. You know, not getting the praise that he deserves. Um, before JID released, what, 23, 24? Like, these are guys and women that, I mean, and, and when I say women, you know, you got the uh, Rhapsodies of the world. You got the, um, you know, no names of the world. These are people that are young, that should be appealing to hip-hop fans that are kind of getting overlooked. They even dropped albums that got overlooked. Like, in my opinion, Logic's album is another great example. Logic dropped a very damn good album. Why is nobody talking about it? I don't hear anything about, you know, Logic, you know, is possibility can win 2018. I think this is probably Logic's best album out of all the ones that I've heard from him since he's come out. Nothing. You don't hear a peep. So, I don't want to say hip-hop is WWF or WWE where, you know, you got to have an intriguing storyline to now succeed to be a, uh, you know, first, what do you call it? Not first ballot, but like uh, 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 uh a go-to type person, but that, I think that's what hip-hop is becoming, and I would love to have more of an equal, an equal 50-50 with gimmicky and good lyrical rappers when it comes to success, and, you know, hopefully in 2019, you know, it, it, it can, the, the tides can turn, and it goes that way, but, you know, that's something that I kind of, it's been, you know, crossing my mind as of late. You know, lyrical rappers and, 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 and people that have been dropping really quality music have been really severely overlooked these last couple of years. Even Mick Jenkins. Mick Jenkins dropped a phenomenal album. How come it, it went, it, like, it went through the cracks? It's gone. These are people that are dropping timeless albums that probably took them years to make. Just slipping through the cracks. And that's, I think, for a bigger picture problem, that is something that I believe Spotify's and Apple Music's is watering down. It's not helping artists like that. Because every week there's something new that's coming that pushes their stuff to the side. But I think it's sad. I think it's really sad. Yeah. I mean, I see, I see the dilemma you're mentioning. But... Truthfully, though, I don't know if it's Spotify or Apple Music or the streaming platforms. There was fault. You eight, know what I'm saying? During Mick Jenkins, when Mick <laughs> Jenkins came out, about eight other albums, yeah. notable albums came out. Eight. How is a hip-hop fan supposed to acknowledge Mick Jenkins' album when they're trying to listen to like 19 other ones? Yeah, no, I guess it's, it's it's difficult. I get it, man. It's a it's a it's a it's a dilemma, man. Like, but I, what what I'm getting at is I don't know if it's the you said it was like Spotify, mm-hmm. um, Apple Music's fault damn near. Yeah, essentially, I, I like I mean, I don't. Yeah, like it's it's who it's the fault of whoever is the people making the decision to put the music out at this interval. Yeah, that's that's who is fucking up. 
Because, I mean, you can put the music on uh, Spotify or whatever, and let's say if music came out every two, three weeks, like, we would get exactly what you want, which is people to digest the music yeah. longer. Yeah. But we're not getting that. So, whatever. I feel you, though, man. I feel you. Uh, for me, I'm going to talk about, you know, the spiraling situation that has happened between who, you know, a guy who was once a social media darling, I'm talking about a fucking troll master. You call trolls darlings? Oh, yeah. They fucked with him. They as in, like, people fucked with Takashi online. Like, I don't give a fuck if you hated him or loved him. You love seeing the antics. That's what it is. It's like, the antics are is what I'm giving you the darling aspect to, like, so, he was it. So, as you guys know, he was arrested uh, on racketeering charges. Amongst many. Yeah, I think that was the most uh, compelling charges that were brought up, brought against him. Yeah. Uh, you may have heard the, the term RICO. It's, it's, it's for conspiracy. It's, 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 it's mob related. You know, the government brought this, this charge up, you know, for... The Italian mob back in the day when they couldn't really convict them on any other thing other than like conspiracy, you know, and money laundering and those type of things, you know. That's how they really brought these people down, which is, hey, follow the trail of money and you always find who is at fault. So anyway, Takashi's in jail. He's been charged. A slew of uh, charges, you know, 25 years to life is what the man is facing. Like, who knows what the fuck he's actually going to get. At the end of the day, but I say all I have to say this, because you're probably asking, what the fuck does that got to do with anything hip hop related, music, blah 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 blah. Well, here's the deal. The promotion, I, and by the way, I've always, matter of fact, on the last episode, I believe I even brought this, I, I posed this question to you, which was, how do you feel about labels and people promoting? I I remember like saying this to you. I remember I, I said like, how do you feel about you know the extended promotion of drug usage? Mm-hmm. I remember because you know Future and Juice World came out, and I was saying like, yo, there's clearly a, a a an extended effort to promote this shit. Like it's I get like okay yeah, this has gone beyond these guys are doing drugs in their own life to now this is they're promoting this shit. Mm-hmm. So so my thing is. Where's the where's the fucking balance between okay these guys are really living this life that they claim they're living in the music to now businesses and labels are now promoting off of sorry they're now making money off of this this lifestyle that the artist is claiming they live it's a slippery slope man because none of this shit is good the fuck does drug usage and gang shit get you at the end of the day like is this really something that you that you really want to promote like, okay, I get it. People are really living this life, but like, come on, what the fuck? People are making money off of this, and they're encouraging this bullshit. Takashi ended up in a situation where he now has to stand behind a lot of the shit that he was promoting. Yeah. What? 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 Where? Where does he? Where does he fall at this point? Which is That's a great question. Does he? Re- does he say, you know what, man, I'm about this life, or? 
Yo, I was never about this. Like, it, it was only promotion. His, it was I was only trying to sell music. I'm just an artist. His lawyer came out and said that it was, or they're trying to argue that it was just promotion, that he was not a real and, thug. And, and, he was just portraying one. And you see what happens when you're you're being pressed behind the gun when there's real life involved, which is, yo, my life is now at stake. You start denouncing shit that it's probably true, because honestly, I believe that, actually. I believe that whole, as, as crazy as that sounds, I don't give a fuck who, I don't give a fuck what no one said. I actually believe when the lawyer says, yo, he was just, he was just trying, promoting that because, it, you know, it was a good image for selling music. I really believe that. It's the same shit I believe with the drug shit. Yes, I believe these guys are really using drugs. I don't believe they're using this shit to the extent they claim they're using this shit. I think it's just all a fucking marketing fucking ploy to capitalize on an epidemic that exists in in real in the real world. Fuck music. There is an actual opioid crisis going on. They're capitalizing off this shit. So like what you know what I'm saying? Like where's the balance, right? It's like, yo, where's the in other words, you you hear this you hear this term when it comes to corporations a lot, right? Social responsibility. Where is the social responsibility that it, that lies between companies trying to profit off of things that are not socially responsible? It's not socially responsible to profit off to to push drugs, drug usage. It's not. It's not socially responsible for labels to push gang usage. How is this responsible? But you know what? They do it anyway because they're making money. And you know what happens? When the artist gets caught and jammed up, you know what the label and the, and the, the people who are backing them say? Hey, it was all entertainment. We have no ties with this guy. We we don't, we have nothing to do with this. And you know what they do? They go to the next motherfucker who's going to make them money. Pushing the same bullshit that this guy who just got jammed up was doing. Honestly, it's just a cycle, man. And I feel like it's all bullshit. Which is why... I don't respect the fucking pushing of drugs. I don't respect that shit, though. I don't give a fuck like what no one says. I mean, I get it. Yo, live your life. If, if you want to take drugs, do what you want to do. But what I'm saying is like the excessive promotion. When it becomes noticeable, I recognize it. It's not normal. Juice World, Future, they're probably doing it the best. I don't respect it. I don't respect it. But it's that simple. I get what you're saying, but I don't think you're holding people accountable enough, um, listeners accountable enough. Don't be that dumb as a listener, in my opinion. I mean, Takashi, to me, everything he did was entertainment. Never did I ever think, like, oh my gosh, this is crazy, the Jadug life that he's living, oh man. <laughs> like you his know? real life, basically? Yeah, I, I, I'm just like, this is entertainment, it's entertaining. And then, you know, in terms of the drugs, I mean, like I said... Um, when the reason I don't have a problem with Juice World doing it in future is because it falls in line with the type of music that they make psychedelic, um, you know, just kind of whirlwind type, like just crazy, outlandish, weird, bizarre sounding music that falls in line with drug usage. But like, if I heard somebody like, you know, somebody like us say Meek Mill 
or Drake talk about it, it's kind of like, okay, that's disturbing. That's why Drake's, the, the line that Drake did ha, had on that Travis Scott song where you mm-hmm. talk about. I did half a Zan. Half a Zan. 13 asleep. hours to a like, that Didn't it catch your attention more? Because it's like, it doesn't fall in line with the way you're his rapping. His brand, his brand. And it doesn't fall in line with your brand. It's a brand. That's how life, that's how, how the entertainment industry has been. Everything's a brand. I mean, yeah. Uh, 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 Chance the Rapper has a brand. He has a kitty type of like big kid type brand. Okay. You know, do I think he actually handles his business like a big kid? No. But he makes music that sounds similar to that. There's a drug usage type of hip hop brand and sound mm-hmm. that I think it just falls in line. It makes sense. And so when it, when it makes sense, it doesn't bother me as much. When it doesn't make sense, it bothers me. But what I'm now, saying... Ka- uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to say this. Uh-huh. Takashi's story never made sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I could have let it bother me, but I don't let things bother me. But if anything is going to bother you, Takashi's story would bother you. And what, what, it just what do you mean? doesn't make sense. What do you mean by that? It doesn't make sense. What do you mean by that? Like, something... The way he's mo- first, first and foremost, gang members aren't that that transparent <laughs> with the criminal ties that they're doing. They aren't as transparent. Where him, he's like clearly trying to show I'm a part of the gang. He's speaking gang, making gang, uh, uh, uh whatever, uh, uh, shout outs during his music, like you know. That's the type of stuff, duh, the, 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 the law and whatever is going to be looking at you when you shouting out gang names, you know? I mean, you can do it, in my opinion, when you're a rapper and you're on the come up or something like that. But now that you made it, you're still doing stuff like that? This just doesn't make sense. It just, personally, it just doesn't make sense to me. Number one. Number two, I just never believed that he was, you know... That's what he enjoyed doing, like gang member stuff. I never believed that's what he enjoyed doing. I believe he's an entertainer. He enjoys making people laugh. He enjoys making people feel like, you know, oh man, like, you know, look at me. I'm class clown type person. I don't think he enjoys the gang member stuff. Because if you enjoyed it, you wouldn't do certain things. You wouldn't move certain ways. So for me, I, I just always found it entertaining. But. Like you said, when it gets real, it's another story, man. Rick Ross actually mentioned that on. Um, he did. He did, right? He mentioned that on the. What's free, song, right? What's free. He, he said it. He said directly talking about. Purple hair. You know, he said purple hair. Yeah. He said all that. Mm-hmm. Exactly what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he said, we're, we're saying talking, the kind of same thing. He said you, exactly what I said. Yeah. You're talking gang gang. That's what he said. You're talking gang gang. But then when the feds get you for racketeering, it's like, oh, snap. You're done. You're down. They got you. Yo. I'm telling you, man. Yo, it's just business is Which business. Rick Ross is a real ass. I don't care what anybody. I love Rick Ross. I don't care about if you don't believe Rick Ross story. I love it. He's a real one. He when he talks, man, his his wisdom, his hood wisdom is on point. Yo, listen, I'm telling you, man. I and and I'll make this quick, man. We we, we got to get up out of here. But there's a difference between fucking, you know, living. Organically living your lifestyle, the lifestyle that you are promoting, your brand, right? Whatever, 
In other words, when we say, when we say your brand, right, we're talking about do we believe this person's lifestyle? Does the lifestyle that we believe they are living match up with the music? We don't actually know anything. Like, I don't fucking know what Takashi was really doing in his personal life. I don't fucking know. Do I think he was he was involved in that shit and he enjoyed being involved in the, the gang culture that he claimed in the music? No. I don't believe it. But my problem is, I have a, I have a problem with the, the promotion of it. Like, the promotion is, is, is damaging, dog. Because you know what it does? You know what it does? Not for us, because we're grown. You know what it does? It fucking pollutes kids. Like, I'm, I'm, not trying to be, I'm not trying to be out here sounding like this fucking uncle trying to save the fucking world. But I'm realizing, yo, like, this is very... De- like, there's nothing good coming out of promoting excessive drug usage. Okay, cool. You live that life. You know, there's plenty of people who have taken drugs who've been addicts and who have never really like promoted it like that. For example, DMX was probably the biggest addict in hip hop music. It's probably still to this day. You know what he does when he talks about drug usage in his music? He he talks about it within the context of how it has, you know, involved his life or maybe how it harmed him. Hold on, you listen to his music today? You know what I'm talking. I'm talking. About, I'm talking about historically. <laughs> no, I'm talking about historically. Okay. Like he's never promoted it. Is my my point is the promotion. Uh-huh. Why are you promoting fucking drug? Yeah, I probably probably da, 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 every fucking line. That's it's whack, dog. It's whack. I don't give a fuck how you look at it. It's fucking whack. How many people do? How many people take drugs and don't promote it? Like Meek Mill, plenty of times has said how many times he was addicted to drugs uh-huh. when he was involved in that whole Drake beef. And now he got out of taking perks because he was addicted. He don't fucking promote the shit. He just said, yo, hey, in the song, yo, I popped a perk. I fucked the girl. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, we understand why you did it. I don't get the promotion aspect. Anyway, man, I'm done. I'm done with these clowns. That's fair. Listen, you know what that gets you? It gets you in jail, man. You see what happens to this clown? His wasn't drugs, but... This was the gang shit. The, pro- the over promotion of bullshit. He was over promoting. <laughs> yo, you know, I don't feel bad for him at all. I really don't. A lot of people are like, yo, hey man, I feel bad for him. He's a good kid. Yo, he's a grown ass man, meaning he's over 21. He had a decision to make. He could have easily said, yo, hey, I, you know what? I'm making money. I'm making real money now. Mm-hmm. Let me chill the fuck out. And that's actually what he should have did. But he, he, he waited too long. He waited way too fucking long. <laughs> that's what Rick Ross was saying. He waited way too long to pull the fuck out of that whole shit. If he would have did that shit after his first the Gummo single, yeah. as soon as he had that Gummo single, all right, y'all, I'm no longer Treyway, I'm not a blood, and he was already on, boom, he's good to go. He waited too long. We'll see if he cinches or not. We'll see. I don't know, man. You got anything else, man? I'm done. I am done. I'm exhausted. I have nothing else. We give you guys everything, damn it. Remember, if you aren't giving advice, make sure it's ill.